0: I'm Jennifer Nielsen, and this is Let It Glow, Episode 36, When You Feel Like You're Drowning. Ready, set, glow! Welcome to the Let It Glow podcast, a happy place where you'll learn how to let yourself shine and discover new ways to design your best life. I'm your host, Jennifer Nielsen. Everyone, and welcome to this podcast episode. So, I want you just to start out today by taking just a moment to stop and think about how you're doing to really evaluate where you are in your life right now. Are there times that you feel like you're drowning? Or maybe you just feel like you're treading water. And even better, maybe you're one of the lucky ones who's actually thriving and not just surviving. Wherever you are in your life, I have something that can help you today in this episode because. There are going to be times, and I'm sure, like we've discussed, there have been times when I've been drowning, and I know that that's probably the same for many of you. And I believe that each and every one of you deserves to just, not just to survive, but to thrive. And, you know, it's been a week filled with loss, you know, with the Kobe Bryant plane crash. I mean, that just kind of stopped an entire nation, or I would say globally, this, this loss of this beloved father and his daughter and these other seven individuals. And, The reality is, is that death is inevitable. We can't control that, but we can control and choose how we live our lives. And so let me tell you about my own near-death experience. This happened many, many years ago, and I was about four years old. I almost drowned. I was at my friend Jamie's house, and we decided to go swimming alone. So we snuck into his sister's room, and I found like the swimsuit of my dreams. It had a little Wonder Woman costume on it, and it it actually was a little big, but it fit me. It it worked. So it was like my lucky day. And as it turns out, four-year-olds don't make the best decisions. So once we were suited up, we ran and we jumped into the pool. But the fun didn't last long. I ended up in the deep end, and all I can remember was thrashing my arms around and struggling to breathe. I was frantically trying to swim, but it only made things worse. I was drowning. And I really only have fragments of memories, but I do remember reaching for the light. And I just remember this feeling like I don't want to die. Like, it was terrifying. And someone ended up pulling me out of the pool. I don't even remember who it was. But the next thing I remember was being wrapped up in a towel, safe in my mom's embrace, I was drinking a can of Sprite with a straw in it, you know, the funny little things that we remember. And and that was the end of my ordeal. But again, it was that traumatic that I can still remember that as an adult. And that's been 40 plus years ago. But I would imagine for many of you that there's times that, that you felt like you were drowning or maybe right now you feel like you're drowning or even just treading water. And we're not talking literally in the deep end of a pool. We're talking about just in your life. Maybe you feel alone and unworthy. Or you lack connection in your relationships. Maybe you believe your negative thoughts and aren't able to control your emotions or your reactions. Or maybe you bury your emotions, your desires, and your dreams. Or maybe you've had trauma in your life and you you define yourself by that. Or maybe you're just tired of feeling hopeless and unhappy. Maybe there's not a big thing. There's just a sense of feeling stuck, which is sometimes really hard because There's not really a thing that you can fix. You don't know what it is. You just feel stuck or that like you're treading water. And I can tell you that I feel your pain. I don't know what each and every one of you are going through at this very moment, but I do know that pain is universal. And regardless of how that pain is inflicted on you, it hurts. There'll be times that people will be like, well, I haven't gone through what you've gone through. That's like, really bad. Or I'll look at someone else and think, well, oh gosh, at least I didn't have to go through that. But in the end, we've all experienced pain. And so there's no need to compare pain. We already compare enough with each other. But just to understand that pain is a part of life. But the level of suffering that we have is definitely optional. Because really, there was a time in my life when I didn't believe that happiness or peace was meant for me. I was drowning And I'll just paint a little picture for you of kind of what went down in a short amount of time. It was a really, really hard time. And mind you, up until this point, I had struggled with anxiety and depression. I was very OCD. I just, there were a lot of things like that, but I felt like this was a time when everything just kind of snowballed and I had tangible things to point out that weren't working in my life. And it really started when my dad passed away. That was very unexpected. And I've talked about him many times and And that still is painful for me. And it's been over 11 years. And I also remember during this time, it was right during the recession. My husband is in the construction business and our house ended up in foreclosure. And that was a really, really stressful thing to to struggle financially, not to be able to pay our bills and to struggle paying for groceries and gas and all those things that are necessities that all the luxury type things kind of went to the wayside for that time. And it was just it was a stressful time. And then I was, you know, trying to get pregnant with Clover. I had three really, really rough miscarriages. The last one it was a partial miscarriage and I almost it, it could have it could have ended me. It was not good. And meanwhile, you know, the strain in my marriage which had, had been on and off, you know, throughout time, but it just seemed like when things get more stressful in your life, it just adds more strain to the marriage. And then, with all of this, the ultimate explosion is when all those memories of my childhood sexual abuse came up. I was in my mid 30s and it was just like too much. I really felt like I was drowning and nothing or no one was going to save me this time. And just when I thought that things couldn't get worse, they did. And, you know, I dealt with a really dear, dear family member of mine that was falsely accused of sexual abuse and to be on the other side of that and having to navigate that. And it was just so much. And I just felt like really hopeless. But through all this, you know, as I I look back to being this little girl where I was saved in the pool. What if you could save yourself? Because so often we're waiting for something to change in our lives to find the peace again or to find that wholeness or to fix us. And, you know, you are all grown up here, and we don't need someone to save us. So if you want more connection in your life, more self-confidence, maybe better relationships, more clarity in your mind, more peace, or pretty much anything that your heart desires, you can, because you, my friends, are more powerful than Wonder Woman. And really, your greatest superpower is your ability to choose. And it all starts with choosing to change. So say that tongue twister five times, choosing to change, choosing to change. Choosing. It's, it's, it's quite a tongue twister, but really it all goes back down to choice. And once you embrace your power to choose, you can take the steps that you need to really start designing the life that you want. And what's so fascinating about this is when we talk about saving yourself, the paradox is you don't have to do it alone, but you have to choose on your own to take the steps. And it just means that you get to choose to do what you need to do. I've been studying the 12-step program, and the first three steps explain this beautifully. Number one, admit we were powerless over our addiction, that our lives had become unmanageable. Number two, believe a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Number three, make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand God. So when we talk about saving ourselves, really what we're doing is we're just choosing to ask for help. We're surrendering. And of course, this is about addictions, but the 12-step program is something that we could all benefit from because it's really understanding that we are powerless without that power of God who is greater than all of us, who can help fill in those voids and can help us heal through some of the most unmanageable, unimaginable things in life. So choosing to change often means just surrendering, asking for help, but you have to choose to take that first step. And really, there was a time when God and I were on the rocks. (laughs) It was definitely one-sided. I know He never went anywhere, but I just felt abandoned. I felt alone, and I just felt like I couldn't do it anymore. And I felt like the more I tried, like that like that little four-year-old me that just the more I thrashed my arms around, the more I tried, just the harder it got to breathe, the harder it got to get through. So there just came a point where I just quit and I didn't know what to do anymore. But somewhere along the way, we made up and we're good now. God and I are good because I couldn't have gone through the healing process that I went through and I couldn't be where I'm at today without Him. And I am just so grateful that I've have that knowledge and that even through all the difficulties that I've always had that to go back to, even though there was a time when I felt very distanced from that. And this applies to each one of you. And again, I don't know what you're going through, but I know what it feels like to have pain and to feel hopeless. And if that is where you are right now, there is joy waiting for you on the other side. I promise. I promise. So here are just a few simple steps to take when you feel like you're drowning. Number one, just like the first step in the 12-step program is admit. Just admit that you need help. Admit that you're not doing well or that life is too much for you. Admit that you're struggling, number one. Number two is remember there will be another side. Nothing is final. Now, I remember there are times when things happened when I literally could not imagine life ever being good again. There was just too much pain and too many hard things had happened. And I just really lost sight of that. I really had a hard time believing that I could feel jo- joy again. But again, nothing is final. Number three, cry it out. I love this feel, deal, heal. Tiffany Rowe talks about that a lot. But you have to be able to feel things. You can't just stuff them. And then you have to deal with it so that you can heal. And that is such a powerful process. Because unless you really deal with things, it will just never go away. It will just stay there with inside you and cause more havoc. So number four, solve the little problems and give up control over the big problems. Meaning handle the little tasks that you can handle. There's things that we can handle that we, that, that, you know, we can take care of, but there's so much in life that we can't control. And in that, that need to control, it just, it creates more resistance and it, it just creates more havoc within us. So number five, change your perspective. Now, I don't minimize that this is hard to do because there was a time I remember someone would say, oh, just be grateful, Jennifer. And I'd be like, I am grateful, but I'm still depressed and I still am struggling to want to be alive. And so it felt a little bit like a slap in the face because I'm very, on the surface, very grateful, but there was deep down pain that I had to deal with. And there's many ways that you can do that through prayer, I talk about the tools that I offer, the dig, there's tapping. There's so many things that you can do to help you to change your perspective. And when you can't do it on your own, number six is ask for help. Ask for help from God. Ask for help from your family members. Ask for help if you need to go to maybe from a professional like a therapist or a coach or someone that does healing work. There are resources out there. You don't have to be drowning. Someone can help you. But you have to be willing to take their hand and to reach out and say, I need the help. Number seven, look outward, serve. And this is such, I mean, it kind of feels a little bit cliche, but truly that is for me personally, and I've seen this in so many people's lives, that when I was able to shift and start being able to offer healing and help other women work through the pain that I had experienced and help them find miracles in their own lives, it was one of the greatest blessings in my life. And there's little ways to serve people. There's big ways to serve people. But just when you really feel like you're drowning, that is one thing that you can do within reason. Again, it's not to exhaust yourself anymore, but there always are little things that you can do to get outside of yourself. Because really, again, it's up to you to own your life and your happiness. So are you ready to take the leap and step into your power, but maybe you're looking for support and guidance? Now, again, I went over really simple list of things that you can do and I recommend all of these and I've done all of these in fact anything that I talk about in my podcast I will tell you I've tried because I've it's been a process for me to get to a place of healing and happiness and it takes effort and it takes investment and it takes work but what you get in you know in return is a hundredfold so I am always here to offer my services in any way that that looks like for you just listen to my podcast thank you I I hope that you find these beneficial. And if you do, I'm gonna do a little plug here to get on Apple and do a review. Rank the podcast. The more that I can get that going, the more it can help me grow this community, this Let It Glow community. But also I offer my online course. I've talked about that before, but that's a really cool opportunity to be home and to do this from the comfort of your, your chair in your home. You don't have to go anywhere and you can learn powerful tools that will change your life. And when I teach that particular, you know, my online course, but everything that I teach, I use that trifecta approach. It's spiritual tools, energetic tools, and psychological tools. So everything that I do, whether it's my online course, my workshops, my retreats, my one-on-one coaching, I implement those tools because it took all of those to help me and to help all these, the women that I've helped, it takes that that trifecta, it takes all of those. But again, I have a workshop coming up here in a week or two The Santa Barbara retreat I'm actually leaving for this week, and that I'm really excited about that, you know, I offer these retreats where we can have just that one-on-one time to really dig in and, you know, work on things and have fun together and laugh. So whatever it is, I'm here to serve you in any way, shape, or form that that looks like. But just remember, don't go at this alone and don't leave God out of the equation. Happiness, peace, and freedom are really closer than you think, but you first have to choose to change. So what are you waiting for? I just want to thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, shine on. Thanks for listening to the Let It Glow podcast. If you enjoyed this show, share the love with a friend. This podcast can be found on iTunes or subscribe on my website at www.let-it-glow.com. And remember, let go and let it glow.